0: Hello, 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 welcome back to another episode of No Funkin' Strictly Monkin', the only podcast that is in the middle of going through every single episode of Monk and is spending zero minutes of our time. Funkin', I'm on your co-host, Jay Christie, how are you Um, completely skipped the part where I say, joined as always by my co-host, Andre Barrera. I'm just so happy to be able to ask you, how are you doing, Andre? Uh, you know, um, uh, you know, I'm, I'm pretty good. Um, really
1: stoked I don't have Jerry duty tomorrow, so.
0: Yes, it was up in the air whether or not Andre would have jury duty tomorrow, um, good news that he does not have, uh, jury duty tomorrow, but... How does it work in Florida? I've never been called for jury duty before, so uh, I couldn't tell you, because, uh... Okay,
1: yeah, it's my first time.
0: Yeah, most of my time... Actually, basically, since I went to school out of state, I had, for four years, for the first four years as an, of, an, of adulthood, I had an exemption from jury duty, so, uh... Nice. Uh, anyway. Yeah, but you know, because I, I assume the same thing happened to you, because you went to school out of state, so, um... Yeah, that you, yeah, Basically, if so. you ever got if you ever got Jury Duty, you would just say, like, hey, I go to school somewhere else. Anyway, we're here to talk about Jury Duty. That's uh, being saved for Mr. Monk Gets Jury Duty, which I think is, like, season six or seven. Um, okay, I wasn't sure if this was a bit, and you were
1: just making no, it up, but okay.
0: No, 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 no. There's, there's a Monk episode for everything, believe me. Uh, we're yeah. here to talk about Mr. Monk and the Paperboy, which I mentioned last week was the first episode of Monk I ever watched. Uh, it was... Um, I watched it live with my parents I was like 8 years old I probably was a little too young But who cares um, And Because uh, my parents loved the show And for some reason or another They let me watch this one um, And yeah I have very fond memories Of this um, And as someone You know You who just watching it For the first time now What did you think?
1: Um, I liked it It was cool um, I don't know how I'd feel about it If it were my first episode watching uh, That would be I probably wouldn't feel as great about it because it was, like, a whatever episode. But, you know, a a whatever monk episode is better than, like, the season finale of Game of Thrones. So it's all relative.
0: So do you mean, like, any season finale of Game of Thrones or, like, the series finale? Because there were some pretty good season finales of Game of Thrones.
1: No, no, I meant, like... Um, you know, like an average episode of Monk so far is better than the actual finale of the whole. Show. Okay, because
0: I was about to like, say, like, I don't, I love Monk, but I don't know if any of these are as good as Winds of Winter. Like, <laughs> I think that. Yeah, 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 no, 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 no. <laughs> not going that far. Uh, but yeah, I think that this is definitely a good, a solid episode of Monk. I think that um, it it definitely gives you a lot of the stuff that's good about Monk, and um, it doesn't feature a lot of the stuff that is kind of drag that drags a little bit about Monk. So um. I like it for that reason. Uh, but anyway, let's get into it. Um, Mr. Monk the paperboy. Uh, obviously, uh, y- you can kind of tell by the title that either the murderer or the person who gets murdered is going to be a paperboy. Uh, and unfortunately, it is uh, our guy Nestor who uh, gets murdered. Um, him and his cousin deliver papers. Um, what did you think about uh, Nestor and his cousin, who I don't believe we get a name up for?
1: uh well first of all the, the one thing i thought was like okay this is like uh refreshing to see i feel like you don't see many hispanic paperboys. like it's very mm-hmm. i don't know I, I guess i don't picture paperboys anymore except for like the video game from like the 80s or whatever um mm-hmm. so that was nice but yeah i feel like that, all paper like, boy
0: representation at the moment is uh brian tyree henry
1: oh ha huh, yeah okay i was like wait what does he wear those hats uh no got it um but aside from that, like the beginning murder thing was like Rose. kind of lame, honestly, if we're like we've seen some really good ones and it was like pretty whack.
0: So yeah, uh, Nestor and his cousin are delivering the papers and shouts to Nestor's cousin, who's incredibly considerate to Monk. He basically gives Nestor all these instructions, like you can't just throw it. You have to get one that's like not uh, you know not wrinkled. Wrinkled and you have to put it in the center of the mat. The problem the mat. is he puts it down the mat first. Then he get he uh his cousin's like hey did you put it in the center he's like and he runs back and it was stolen sure enough and he puts out another one and uh, actually yeah and he's uh puts another one and he gets confronted by uh, a guy in a hoodie who um, who had been
1: hiding out yes yeah like
0: and he gets thrown off like the tiny balcony he gets his head hit and somehow he dies like this is really it really just does not look like he's hit with enough force to die.
1: Not only that, but it was just, like, he fell, like, what, five feet, maybe? Like, it wasn't anything insane. So, yeah, it left a lot to be desired. Yeah, like,
0: I I think that if... It's also not shot in a way that makes you think that... Because there are definitely people who uh, die from crazy falls like that. I remember my parents had told me more than one occasion about some guy in their hometown growing up, who got in, like, a fight when he was, like, 19 and, like, hit his head against, like, a parking block or whatever, and either he died or he was, like, you know, severely brain-damaged for the rest of his life, as this was a cautionary tale, as you might imagine, based on all my anxieties, that this is the type of thing I heard multiple times. But, um, yeah, like, it happens, but if that happens, you have to shoot it in such a way where you're like, oh, wow, like, that escalated, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because clearly the guy wasn't trying to kill the paperboy, which I think is fine, like, every murder doesn't need to be meticulous, but... It needs to look like a murderer.
1: Right, but also okay. Oh uh, yeah, we we'll, we'll we'll get to that later. All
0: right. Um, Cuz w-
1: was any yeah. murder was any murder intended here? At all? at all like when you uh, see everything?
0: I mean, Vicky was trying to kill uh her boyfriend. But other okay, than that. Okay. So yeah. But and she he, was obviously okay, trying yeah, yeah. to kill Kevin, but
1: Yes. Okay, so it doesn't matter. It was going to be some bullshit anyways.
0: Yeah. Um, but anyway, all right. uh, Monk's house is now like a crime scene. Um, and but oh
1: my god, dude, the location, my—he's got a wonderful place. Like, and yeah. it's like right near the water. It's amazing.
0: Uh huh. So, and of course, there are cops all over, and uh, they are—they're leaving donuts all over the place, um, because you know, the writing is. So you know, not all writing can be original. Yeah <laughs> Any details yeah, maybe, about uh, Them um, uh, in The police officers in his house That uh, stuck out to you Um. Well Yeah it happens a little later on But at first I was
1: like When this all happened And you saw the murder and stuff We're thinking like okay Well someone's obviously targeting Monk Like who the hell could it mm-hmm. be Like that's where my head was swimming at At the time Um, so I just felt like I needed to say that. Uh, but so, yeah, what, what stood out to me is obviously Monk not liking a ton of fucking dirty ass cops, like in his place, like just totally taking over, like having Stoudemire there. Sorry, what? Yeah. Right. There, uh, I mean, Stoudemire stayed there like a couple nights or Mm -hmm. whatever. And, uh, that was already too much for Monk. So you can only imagine that this would not be, it wouldn't go very swimmingly. Um but I did think it was hilarious when like one of the cops uh portly uh, portly officer let's call him mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh needed to use a bathroom and Monk's just like uh I don't have a bathroom. <laughs> and and you I love don't that have a bathroom. So, it, yeah. Yeah, no, go ahead. He's
0: still mad about the architect?
1: Yeah, he's still mad about the architect. Also, so you that, know that you that look at that guy. Hilarious.
0: You look at that guy like that guy's definitely blew, he's blowing up the bathroom. Like 100%. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like that guy is yeah. ruining you you come in there and it's just like like, just the rest of the week, you're just like, I know this motherfucker was in here. So, like, I, I really don't blame Monk on that. Um, like, yeah, I'm mean, a very generous no, guy, absolutely. but it's like... The way that guy was walking, too, it's like, you know he's... Man, he's, he just has a lot of coffee in his system. Anyway. Um, so, Monk... Uh, Stoudemire asked Monk some questions about uh, um, what happened. I'm impressed with Monk. This is a moment where I'm impressed with Monk being a good guy. That Monk knows uh, the name of the victim. he knows nestor shouts to shouts to monk um yeah uh and yeah like i said did i say earlier i i forget because i I know i have it in my notes that shouts to nestor's cousin for being really nice and actually caring how monk likes stuff, (laughs) like for him yeah Um,
1: yeah and the funny thing is like obviously most of the time he wouldn't know like that monk had an issue with it but i guess monk likes to vacuum at five thirty in the morning mm-hmm. so that's what like so it, it's at some yeah. point he would have caught the cousin or somebody fucking up the paper and totally would have confronted him
0: yeah i um i love the way that tony shalhoub acts when um basically is like did you hear anything and monk says i wouldn't have and Salomar's like you were sleeping and monk says no, I was vacuuming. And he even has a moment of realization where like, he just, like, rubs his forehead. Like, oh, no. <laughs> I can't believe yeah, yeah. it. Vacuuming.
1: Yeah, it, br- it brought me back to that episode. It, it was fun. That was a good episode.
0: Mm-hmm. Mr. and the very, very old man.
1: Yeah. And then, so now, uh, in the middle of all these this question, because that's basically it, right? We just find mm-hmm. out that he couldn't have been a witness to anything because he was vacuuming or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then that
0: annoying ass fucking guy kevin dorfman if you okay kevin dorfman is a saint i'm kidding he's annoying but that is the point um yeah yeah, it's not like you're supposed to like him he's very clearly supposed to be annoying but uh he comes in he's monks upstairs neighbor and uh he you know he starts talking to disher and um you know he uh I forget exactly. I think his dish was, like, you live upstairs. And then Kevin starts to rattle off all of his addresses. Um, And uh, there are a lot of them. Now... And I fucking knew... I
1: was like, okay, why the hell are they letting him get more than, like, three in? Like, Mm -hmm. they would have stopped this at some point. So I knew... I didn't know what it was going to be, but I knew that something was going to come of this... uh, of this uh yeah i
0: don't remember what i originally thought i, d- I definitely don't think i caught on it when i was eight but um, no
1: you were watching it with the first episode there's no way you would have even
0: thought yes but i do appreciate i think that a piece of advice i've held on to my whole life and i've never had an opportunity really to use it is if i ever have a studio apartment or any place where i don't have that much room putting the bed as a loft is a smart idea uh, a old roommate I had when we lived in Manhattan. He did that uh, with his bed, and he was able to have like a full couch in a tiny apartment room. So, word of advice: I don't know if you've ever considered doing that. If you when you ever had a small apartment, but put the bed as a loft, it's well, a good idea.
1: Luckily, luckily, like most apartments in LA aren't like that small. Like it's That's not true. New York
0: small. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, But at this point, like, I live in a one-bedroom. I don't think I can go back to a studio at this point Uh, I'm doing it as a
0: single man. Yes, uh, that is true. But uh, it is good advice for any youngins out there, including myself, because I I don't have an apartment in New York right now, but I know when I get one, it's going to be too small. Uh, But anyway.
1: Speaking speaking of ages, though, uh, Mm -hmm. man, I was in for a really rough rough uh realization in this episode what do you know what it is what was it i'm the same age as disher oof that hurts he's 32 man and oh my god i mean i know that i, I mean obviously i'm 32 years old i'm gonna be 33 uh october 30th mm-hmm. uh Wish send your presents guys. yes uh that too and send all gifts to um well i'll give the address later DM for yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: details. Yeah, DM for details. But
1: anyways, it's it's insane. I can't believe that this dude is he's a because he's the lieutenant, right? No, correct. He's sergeant. Yes,
0: he's, he's lieutenant.
1: Okay, yeah, sergeant Yeah, lieutenant. No, he's, that, he's uh, a he's lieutenant.
0: A li- the fact he's yeah, also, yeah. Yes, the fact he's not a sergeant, I shit you not, is a detail in a in an episode in like a season and a half. Anyway, continue.
1: Okay, of course it is. Um, but yeah, no, it was a very sobering thought, and I'm just like, damn, uh, mm-hmm. crazy. Anyways, yeah. just, just uh, move on.
0: But anyway, uh, Kevin mentions that uh, he was busy all night because, um, well, he was, he was having sex. Let's be honest. They, they dance around it, but he was getting late. Congrats on the sex, bro. Congrats on the sex, Kevin Dorfman. Um, and basically, uh, you learn that it's Vicky is his girlfriend, um, and she comes down, and immediately, like... I love how on TV, since TV is so littered with uh, ugly men, with beautiful women, like movies as well, obviously, that they have to, like, the contrast has to be a lot, because, like, it, you need to be like, you need to immediately be like, oh, okay, this guy's, this is obviously something's up. But Monk doesn't see her at this point, right? No, he does not.
1: Why, would what, what was he doing? Monk oh, he wha- went to the, get the newspaper, he went to the uh,
0: store, right? Uh... Did he? No, not no, not that because he's incredibly preoccupied. With that's when he sees like the oh, dog yeah. and stuff like that, and yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. Um, he, he and where the guys, a uh, guy comes in with boots and he's wiping his feet on the mat and he's like, "What are you doing?" It's like I'm wiping my feet on the mat, which is you know funny, um, but uh,
1: right.
0: Now this is just I want to get this out of the way early because I cannot believe this. So the actress who plays Vicky, right? I, you Uh know, I I go on Amazon, I I watch it on Amazon, and if you look at, like, the x-ray, you can see, like, the person's name in their photo. And a lot of times, if, like, the photos Uh from, like, around the time the episode came out, it's like, oh, they didn't really have a career. So, I, um, I was like, that's strange, because she's, like, I think she's pretty good in this episode, and, like, you know, she must have just quit acting. No! Like, a year after this episode came out, she died of pneumonia, Uh Because she was diagnosed with bronchitis twice and sent home and ended up, like, collapsing at her house because she was misdiagnosed twice. That in the at 30 years old. Oh, my God. I did not know that. That's, That's crazy. Wow. I, I know. I, I, this is, it's not relevant. But you know when you like, lo- read something like that, it's like, oh, you need to tell someone. Like, I went on a whole roller coaster. I had to pause the episode. I'm like, because I was just like, oh, what information? can I, You know, take a note. No, this is a... Pff, holy shit, man.
1: Well, what's her name?
0: Uh, that, I don't remember. Um, it's something to huff, I think. Um.
1: Okay, well, rest in peace yeah. to her. rest I in guess. peace. I, cause I, I, wanted
0: to look her up because I want to see where she was from, cause I'm like, she is giving off, like, friend Drescher energy. Um, and, uh, and yeah, rest, seriously. I mean, it's like, she honestly reminded me a lot of Brittany Murphy, but we can go into that in a different episode. Um. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Shorona, like, Sharona, get Monk out of the house. Um. And there's a great bit where Shonen is like, come on, Monk, let's go, uh, you know, get Well, hold on. Right oh, before sorry. that,
1: right before that, they start, they start talking. Um, mm-hmm. And, the, I mean, they bring up a great point. Like, why did the murderer take both of the newspapers? Oh, right,
0: right, 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 right. Right?
1: Like, they didn't. So this is what, well, it's kind of like a red herring, right? Because, yes. yes. We'll get to that later. But essentially, like. Monk starts to put it together in his head. Well, this is what leads to his line of thinking later on.
0: By the way, technically Uh, speaking, this isn't a red herring. We have to save that for Mr. Monk and the red herring, but continue. Okay, thank you. Um, (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Asshole. Uh, That is an episode, though.
1: (laughs) No, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. Uh, No, but basically, so Monk thinks that clearly someone is trying to keep... Uh, him from seeing whatever is on the newspaper So that's mm-hmm. why they start like Going through the newspaper and seeing like What mm-hmm. what possible connections could there be in here That I need to like be That that they didn't mm-hmm. want me to see
0: Yes and so Sean is like let's get a paper down the street And Monk says I love this bit where Monk says But what if someone spills something And uh, I have to be here like what if someone spills something And Sean is like if someone spills something do you really want to be here
1: <laughs>
0: Yeah Great point um, So they go in and get a paper Uh And they go to the uh, Stop and Go, which is, of course, uh, the...
1: The most generic name ever. Yes,
0: it is what TV shows call any store ever, the Stop and Go. Um, Which, when you think about it, that's just not a good name for a store at all. Like, the Stop and Shop makes sense, because you're stopping and shopping. But you Stop and Go, that that just has nothing to do with shopping at all.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like, Stop and Go would be like a gas station or something.
0: Exactly. That's the point I was going to make. But so they go get a, they yeah. get a paper, uh, and they uh, monk wants a water. He wants to Sierra springs. And Shona wants a cream soda because apparently that store is the only place you can get it. Which I don't know how that is in San Francisco, but that when I remember when I first saw this episode, that felt really dumb. Like, wait, this is the only store you can get that cream soda. However, in New York, there definitely are like bodegas where you can get like this is the only place you can get this weird Jamaican uh, reed, you know, ginger ale. Rasta <laughs> so, monster.
1: No, Rasta I mean monster? not
0: that. I was just making a soda up, but sure. Um, yeah. So that definitely does ring true. So I, you know, I was wrong when I was young. But uh, they, uh, Monk's trying to open his water and he can't. And we introduced the B plot. And I want to know how you felt about this because I can imagine either you liking this B plot or hating, hating, hating it. Guess. I think you hated it.
1: Uh, Yeah, it was, it just came out of nowhere. Um, Yeah. And I, I'm
0: just, like, I'm not sure what the point of it was. I think the point of it was that they needed to fill t- 42 minutes of television, but I okay. understand what you're saying. <laughs> like, it really, it yeah, feels yeah, like yeah. tacked on. Um, and it, like, I think that there, there, there is, like, a fun gag, I think, about Monk not being physically strong. But yeah, it's just, like, it doesn't... I don't, also, I feel like they do something similar to this later on in Monk that's better, so it's fine. Um, but anyway... So they get up to the clerk um, And, uh, you know, um, they buy their stuff And what happens exactly at this uh, I forget exactly but does the, I don't have any notes for what happens with the clerk I just have the word clerk Which for some reason I thought would remind me of everything I needed to know
1: uh, No, it wasn't like anything crazy It was just like Monk being like a weirdo um, yeah. I, I don't recall exactly what it was Mm-hmm. Um, my because my whole thing was like because I know the guy I've seen him before I think he was the the fucking murderer in Jack Reacher the first uh, one is he I, the he sniper might be. guy
0: I know he and is, I think he's on Power and I, don't is, watch I was going to say show. he's Tommy in Power which I've never yeah. watched Power but if you're even adjacent to basketball Twitter you've seen enough screenshots from Power to because re- remember I, this episode was on cable like three years ago and I was watching with my brothers and right. mom and I was like and this, he was in a scene. And i'm like i cannot believe i recognize this guy just from screenshots from twitter but that's tommy from power
1: <laughs> yeah no shout out to ac um and mariano yeah. I don't, they're never gonna hear
0: this but no uh, uh but shout out to anyone who watched power crazy venn diagram that you're in um yeah but, uh i really i mean i, I honestly, think i might i, th- I, think I, might. I th- the thing is i think that the It actually wouldn't be that crazy because I feel like the Venn diagram of people who watch Monk and watch Power is actually a Venn diagram that is pretty good for who follows me on Twitter. Like that is a pretty good. That's true. Like I remember I once tweeted I think this is true and we'll get back to the episode that my Twitter audience is the perfect is the middle of the Venn diagram of people who care who Beanie Feldstein is and who know remember who Beanie Wells was. That that's my Venn diagram.
1: Ooh. Is okay. uh,
0: Anyway. Shouts to both of them, Chris Beanie Wells, Chris Beanie, Ohio State product. Um, That's right. Shouts to Beanie Wells, man. I shout to anyone who goes by nickname professionally. I respect it a lot. I never had a nickname, and I kind of resent it. Anyway, um, so Monk, the, they're reading the paper outside the store because basically the, the conclusion is that there's some case that Mon- that someone's afraid Monk will solve. Um, and wait, hold on, second, hold on.
1: Oh, hold you 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 alluded to uh you know a bit in this episode. Uh, and you just asked me if I liked it, but we didn't even talk about what it was. Oh, right. Like, we barely said did.
0: Shrona can't, opens the bottle for Monk, and Monk can't open it, and uh, Monk is insecure about not being strong. Uh, yeah,
1: there's, so there's, like, three or four, two or three examples yeah. of, like, through the episode where that where that's a thing, Correct. apparently. So, yes. yeah. But so, they're read,
0: yeah, they're reading the paper, and there's apparently a hit and run in Laurel Heights, and Monk sees another thing in the paper, and he uh, solved the case, apparently. Um, so unbelievable work by Monk. Um, so they... Uh, yeah, just for fun. Yeah. Great stuff. Um, Monk really should just read the in paper France. In then. France. No, no, no. That's later. That's later. Don't be ridiculous. We'll get to that. That's my ah, favorite shit. scene of the episode. We'll talk about that a lot. Um, okay. We cut to Monk and Sharon rent in a car outside of an auto auto body shop. And uh, there is uh, a guy inside apparently who is the hit and runner or the murderer. And so they, you know, stop my dish are coming and monk's like let's wait outside the shop and apparently Shorna's door stuck because monk doesn't give her enough money to repair her car and uh what happens
1: um and then so she just she reaches on over and
0: she opens it up pretty i mean it's her car yeah she knows it exactly uh also monk is a oh, oh, weak he's he's weak sauce let's be honest he's uh weak he's a weak man um but there's nothing wrong with that. I say as a weak man, I um there are dozens of us. Anyway, uh so Monk is basically like he's really insecure about it and he's like, you know, do you think you you, you think you could take me? Which I like that lot. I like the way Monk says that because something that the writers are very good at is writing Monk what Monk thinks that normal cool people sound like. And that definitely yep. is something that... like, That's how Monk... Oh, you think you could take me? <laughs> like, that's... Uh, yeah. It's like three steps removed from uh, the Fast and Furious line of you ne- had me, you never had me, you never had your car. I didn't realize I'd reference Fast and Furious again this quickly. I apologize, guys. Great movies. Though. Oh, God. Great movies. Fast Five is an action masterpiece. And if you disagree, you can go fuck yourself. Um. Anyway. Uh, I guess I'll go fuck myself then. That's fine. I, there's a... Ch- they drag a safe across the streets of rio de janeiro most of it was practical effects anyway um so style minor disher show up and you know monk is like she thinks she's stronger than me um and then of course monk can't open up uh the gate and sharona can which i think that those do those back to back are too much i think it, it gets too it's like too yeah yeah it, it gets ca- like camp at that point where it's like there's no way that monk can't open that that easily and she just is like because then at that point like then she just is like super super strong which good for her but like i don't think that that's the case
1: but you know what though um i wouldn't have had a problem with this with all of this with this whole thing um if it weren't for a scene later in the episode at kroger's office yeah because they touch on something they touch on something and they just fucking leave it there and that's yep. why i couldn't stand about it yep Exactly. Because yes. they had and,
0: potential. Hey, I agree. I agree. I think that uh we'll get to that. I okay. I think yeah. you're right, and we will get to that. So Yes. They go into the body shop and there's this like truly like perfectly cast douchebag, like lawyer looking type guy, uh, who is getting yeah. his car repaired and uh he is you know confronted by Stallmeier and basically mini, what happened? Like how what what did this guy do and how did monk solve it?
1: well basically uh so there were two articles one was about a, the like a man's really unlucky day he got into two accidents on this in the same day i guess or like within minutes of each other yeah ten or, minutes. i forgot what the timeline it was, was. 10 minutes, yeah. um yeah so one article was about a hit and run some man had getting had gotten run over um and obviously i, I think he died right yeah it was a yeah, grandmother yes. But yes oh it was a grandmother okay mm. my my closed caption said mr alvarez so it
0: No, yeah, because that's Nestor, because he's getting arrested for Nestor's crime. Oh, shit, okay,
1: then I'm confusing the two. Okay, yeah, yeah, so it was a grandmother who got run over in a hit and run. (laughs) And then the second one was about a guy, like, I guess who had hit two different things. uh, Yeah, exactly. It was was
0: about the lawyer, who, I don't know if he's a lawyer, that there was an article written about the lawyer, like, oh, like a human interest, like, this poor schmuck hit two things in ten minutes. And of course, Monk points out that...
1: That, uh, that he had gotten, he was covering up his tracks. Exactly. He had hit those two things on purpose to,
0: um, I guess justify his need to go to the body shop. Well, just whatever. like how to explain why there's a big dent in the front of his car. Um, oh, yes, right.
1: Which, and, like, yeah. okay, man, if you're gonna do this, get a fucking car wash or, like, yeah. do something. Also, because they end up finding. Yeah. They yeah. find blood.
0: Good? Yeah. Yeah, they find blood. Uh, but he's not the guy because he didn't recognize monk what an egomaniac but Mm -hmm. i mean he ends up being right so now there's also a thing here that annoys me which is a fun gag but monk is trying to get a wipe from patrona after he shakes this guy's hand but he accidentally grabs the oil rag and gets his hands all oily like i think the, the visual of him like with his hands out saying oh the humanity is funny it is funny
1: Okay, um, I, I didn't catch
0: what he was saying when he, he said says, that. He says, oh, humanity, but... much like uh, what disaster in, uh, I think, New Jersey in the early 1900s. That, what we're looking for, the is Hinden- the Hindenburg. Uh, I was just going to say yeah, that. Okay, yeah. great. I always remember that because I my background on my computer for a while it was a photo of a manatee photoshopped in for the Hindenburg, and it was captioned, oh, the huge manatee. Um, rest in peace to snooty the iconic manatee at uh the local aquarium in sarasota florida uh he died at 69 years old anyway um nice i know but he apparently okay let me say this there's some suspicion about how he died people they said it was old age but there's some people who think it might have been like either negligence google snooty guys It's, it's a lot of stuff going on there um but anyway uh then we get disher's theory for the episode, which I I I I'm a big fan of the disher theories. How do you feel about them? I actually do like them. It's nonsensical, and this one's actually not that nonsensical. Name. But I think the more nonsense. I mean, I don't know if anything will ever top reverse liposuction. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, that's true. Reverse liposuction, and then I like the one of uh, the guy who kills people who have rec- uh, records because the guy who had the biggest ball of yarn died four years ago. Yeah. <laughs> you know that one that one totally jives with me i i can well, see the that the problem with that one is the problem with that one is that i stopped watching like season three but criminal minds did jump the shark enough towards the end according to like reruns i've seen that like you could imagine that being a criminal minds episode in, like season 11 like that is kind of uh a... I, wait i have a question is there like a world record for the most amount of people you've killed of course um the uh, i forget his name this guy in colombia uh killed like 300 children um is the uh, oh yeah why do we not know his name (laughs) because it was in colombia and it was like uh most there's also a guy in um russia who killed like over 100 something who really called like the vampire of like vololov or whatever um uh his name is luis garavito and it was uh he killed uh it was proven that he killed 138 and he um, is suspected of murdering over 300. And then there's another guy in Colombia named Pedro Lopez who was confirmed to kill 110, suspected of killing over 300. And then the next. What the it, hell is going no. on in Colombia? I mean, I really don't know. Apparently, there's a guy who killed exactly Shit, 100 this in was Pakistan. Like, this was something in 1992. This was even, like fucking. I'm a, I, I oh know. I know. Yeah. So, uh, shit's fucked up. Um, so, anyway. Uh, yeah serial killers man uh thing is like there's i think the reason people don't know him that well is because like there's american serial killers because a lot of this and this is me speculating so take it with myself but like because these killings that we just talked about were in like rural areas in, like the mountains of colombia and peru like there's just not they're, they're not i guess these were interesting but they're not interesting because like in that setting it's not super hard to get away with a crime like that not the, you know what i mean whereas like in america america is uh, like, John Wayne Gacy was, like, a, you know, member of the pillar of the community who, like, everyone knew. So, like, it's it's more interesting to imagine him trying to live a double life. If you're a guy who, like, lives in the mountains of Columbia, you're not really living a double life. You're just, like, grabbing kids in, like, rural villages. You know what I mean? It's, anyway. Tangent, yeah. but. You're right. Yeah. Um, so, uh, after that theory, uh, okay, oh, sorry. Dish's theory is that it was a robbery gone wrong. Um, and it wasn't, uh, obviously. Um so, Dish, Disher and Stahlmeyer go to Monk's place, and they each take a section of the paper. Him, Sharona, uh, and Dish, Monk and Disher, and um, there's I, uh, I really love Monk talking about Marmaduke.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's funny because when he kept talking about Marmaduke, I, I was watching with my girlfriend, and. <laughs> I'm just like, dude, we fucking know who Marmaduke is. And literally the second right after that, Sharona says, yeah, we know who Marmaduke is. Now, did you go like, I don't even who know who Mar- why I know what Mar...
0: No, of course not. Why would you know that? Well, because you just said, we all know who Marmaduke is. And <laughs> so the person sitting next to you obviously didn't know who Marmaduke was.
1: <laughs> well, I mean... Okay, I didn't say we. I might have just oh. said like, oh, I know who the fuck Mar... No, I said i speak like that i, just I, I know he... no, i'm joking
0: i'm joking i'm joking you're getting defensive Asking. i'm sorry i thought it was funny i'm like i'm pretty sure your girlfriend's not from america i don't think she knows who marmaduke is is marmaduke an american thing i imagine i mean honestly thinking that a cartoon could be just as simple as a big dog eating too much is like is the most american thing i've ever heard in my life it's, um,
1: most in, it's the most international thing i could think of
0: uh, also, no. Lot, it's, it's also he's. You know what? You know the thing is, he's a Great Dane, which even though it's Dane, and he was the like, inspiration for Scooby Doo, right? Uh, I think so. Uh, they, also, the guy who made him was named Brad Anderson, which okay, now it's Brad Anderson is a very American name, uh, and he's yeah. from upstate New York, so yeah, it's American anyway. Monk loves Marble right. Duke. Um but uh, in the meantime, Kevin comes over and he needs to borrow some olive oil. Um, and uh, he keeps talking. A lot about a lot. What do you think about this? Because I know you're not a fan of Kevin.
1: Uh yeah, I just like, dude, just fucking keep it moving. Like, Monk annoys me like a lot, but this guy is just an oversharer. Can I and say, I get it. Like, he's getting laid yeah. for the first, like, who knows? I mean, I, I'm not saying he's a virgin, but he's getting laid pretty, like, mm-hmm. I mean, from, a, like, a fairly attractive woman, so, yeah. you know, good for him. But, like, we're not interested, man. But the thing for, is, it's, it's not like he's with. it's
0: not like he's just oversharing about that. He's oversharing about everything. Now, I'm an overshare myself, so yeah. I can't judge him that that much. But I don't overshare as much as he does. However, the thing that I think is uh, annoying about Kevin is, is that he uh just he can't help himself from going into as much detail as possible like it's less about that he's like yeah. doing too much not like he's like giving a ton of tmi like he is l- slyly being like hey we're having sex right but it's most like that's not the annoying part the annoying part is him going through the ingredients that he has now and also the most annoying part about it is that two things one how does he not have butter and two how dare he thinks that he can substitute butter with margarine it's not 1980 food has to taste good now you can't what are you doing? What's the difference? Uh, margarine is, like, made out of vegetable oil. And it, like, in it can work similarly in some stuff. But as far as I know, because the dish, it's like mushroom, something or other. It's like, I think that's like a pan simmer thing. Like, in baking, I think you can use margarine to eat more. Like, you can substitute it more. But, like, if in a dish that you're cooking on the stove, butter is giving flavor. And it's not going to be the same. Just buy some fucking butter. It's not like butter is expensive. Um, yeah. Anyway. Uh, so. Anyway, oh uh, no, maybe no. it is? maybe he was one of the first people to have a problem with the Native American woman on the Land O'Lakes boxes, so he was boycotting. That might be why. Um, but anyway, <laughs> so stupid. What the hell's wrong with me? Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, they they go back to like reading their fucking paper mm-hmm. and. That's when they get to your favorite scene. I fucking which love this scene. is my favorite scene, actually, This is so fucking I do too. funny.
0: <laughs> so. Run, run, it, run it by us. Run it by us. So there's a murder in France, apparently, uh, in the international section, where a woman was murdered. In Paris. And, in Paris. And her hands were cut off. And initially, Dish was like, oh, it's to you know, get her fingerprints. But her hands actually are just right next to the body. Um, and it's, you know, she her, and her husband worked at the Bastille Museum. Which, uh, in case any of you think that might be a museum dedicated to the super mediocre uh, like soft rock band, it is actually uh, the prison that was stormed in the French Revolution. Prison being important. And so they call up France. And Stalmeyer has, has a lot more French in his back pocket than I thought. So good for him. No, for it, sure. Uh, I was cracking up the whole time, though. Like, he speaks French about as well as I speak Spanish. And I took Spanish from 6th grade to 10th grade. Um, so, you know uh good for him but thankfully I, obviously the chief of police in paris that d- speaks english because you know everyone in there's the old joke of what do you call someone that speaks three languages they're triangle what do you call someone who speaks two languages they're bilingual and what do you call someone who speaks one language do you know the answer andre lingual american uh that's the old joke ah uh, which is fair honestly completely fair because everyone speaks you know did you know that there are more people who speak english as a second language in other countries uh, in the world than there are native English speakers. So we shall be proud of that. Um, you know, anyway, I mean, I don't know. I'm talking to someone, you're bilingual, so I don't know why I'm, you know, we shouldn't anyways, because it's fucking England, bro. That's true. That is true. But English is not the international like language of trade because of England. Um, Maybe it is. Actually, I actually don't know. But I don't think that, you know, people... No, bis- it probably is. Businessmen in China aren't learning English because of England, <laughs> But anyway. That's true. <laughs> but they're learning English because we learn English That's from true. fucking English. That is true. Uh, anyway, the, the point should be, what you should take away from this, which is I take away from it, is this should not make you want to learn another language. It should make you want to feel a deep sense of shame for not learning another language and then finding something else to look at and forgetting that you had that thought in the first place. So, he calls Paris and uh, Monk gets on the phone with the chief... And his explanation is that the husband did it, which obviously the husband always did it. But the reason he knows that it was the husband is because he suspects that the uh, husband used a uh, set of handcuffs from the museum that were super old and, like, antique and would be easily recognized. And he couldn't get them off because he lost the key. So he had to chop her hands off in his haste to uh, yeah. cover it up. So Bunk just solved an international murder, which I think is just so fucking funny. <laughs>
1: yeah yeah and then just like you know acts like it's no big deal Mm -hmm. which i guess he does normally so i mean Mm -hmm. it's not too off Mm -hmm. the course for him but but it was like it was a really nice scene it was really funny and i'm just like wow that's great we should just dispatch monk all over the world
0: honestly monk international uh tony shalhoub i know mrs mazel's on but that's one of those bs amazon shows that only has like two episodes a year so he definitely has time um it's gotta be. It's gotta be better than Men in Black International. That's true. I I haven't seen Men in Black International, which obviously, of course, Tony Shalhoub is in the original Men in Black, so it would make sense. Is he in Men in Black International? Yeah, oh shit! Yeah, he was. Yeah, Tony Shalhoub. T- honestly, that not think about it. That was a big ninety-seven for him because he's in Men in Black and he's also in Gattaca. Big ninety-seven for our guy Tony Shalhoub. Oh, I uh, haven't seen Gattaca. Uh, did you not take a high school biology class? How did you not see Gattaca? Uh, yeah. No, I did. I, I went to school before you, so Gattaca I understand like, that, but Gattaca, I mean, unless you're 32 years old, so you, Gattaca was still like over a decade old by the time you went to high school. But anyway, anyway, anyway. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, good movie. Ethan Hawke, Uma Thurman, Jude Law. Um, so, uh, they solve that case. And then there's the bit where you learn at Randy's age, where he has the personals up, and he covers something up with his hand, which obviously means that he has a personal... Um, which, a lot of characters, them having a personal ad as, like, a gag would be, like, dumb, but Randy absolutely seems like a the guy who would That's have a it. personal
1: ad. Yeah. yeah, he's the guy. And, you know what, I think if you have a personal ad, uh, there's way worse places to have a personal ad out than in San Francisco. That what is What a beautiful too. city.
0: Yes, uh, and he's a man with a badge who's looking for, what is it, like, a firecracker, petite blonde, kids okay? Um...
1: Which is basically, which is Sharona, your girl Sharona.
0: Which is you know that's good stuff. Yeah. I think that you, you really can't. That's a gag that is great. Um, I think it works in almost any context uh, where. Someone, okay, wait, hold yeah. on. Okay, we like are pretty much our
1: whatever audience we have. It's fair to assume that they're all familiar no, well, with people might be watch watching the along.
0: So how about this, I know what you're gonna say. Skip exa- I'm gonna time it. Skip one minute ahead if you are watching Bunk for the first time, okay? All right, I know yeah. I... Okay, and now. So I know what spoiler that you accidentally saw, um, which is, of course, that uh, this in the season series finale, uh, Randy m- moves to New Jersey to be with Shona, right? I assume that that's the spoiler. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes. But, like, I mean, they've been laying the breadcrumbs. Yeah, I mean, right? it's, it's not... It's a well-written show in a lot of ways. <laughs> like, yeah. But is there, like, any... Do we... Literally,
0: we only see that in the series finale? Yes. It's not. It's done in like a. There's a TV tropes term for it where you basically just take the two single characters and you couple them up. It's not done that elegantly. But anyway, we're about a minute out. So let's go back to the. All right. Now everyone can listen again. Um, so, uh, yeah, the personals. Uh, and it's uh, funny stuff. But then we cut to Vicky and Tommy from Power, who apparently, according to Amazon, like thing on the sides. His character name is Boz. So so well, Vicky and we Boz. never even hear his name. I know, but I had to say that. Shouts out to Boz Skags. Yeah. Um wow. and what?
1: I can sh- We're Bo- getting a Boz Skags reference. Yo,
0: low down by Bos Skaggs is one of the best songs ever made. I don't care what anyone says. Uh No yeah yeah. But <laughs> also anyone's gonna go by you know his real last name Skags too? That's unbelievable. Anyway. I believe that. Uh Bosk anyway. Uh so Tommy from power is basically like, we got to tie up loose ends. And you know, the moment he says that, it's like, oh, then he's a loose end. You know, once someone says that yep. that's a loose end, there's a the loose end. So she tries to stab him. He knocks the knife away, but then she knocks him over the head with a cream soda bottle.
1: Yeah. And, um, and so he's dead. You know, I, I uh, you know, knowing that it's Tommy from power or whatever, um, I was like, damn, he really didn't get a fair shake in this episode. This must be the beginning of his career. Mm-hmm. Yep, he, um, he's got a long road
0: ahead of him. Um, uh, and she's a fucking savage. She stabs death with a fucking broken bottle. Goddamn right she does. There's 47 million dollars on the line. So, anyway, cut to this becomes a crime scene. And, uh... Monk... they initially like, this is a robbery, cause stuff is stolen. But Monk points out that, um... The person had to follow him all the way home. Not, not all the way home. All the way from the store. Because... Uh, she had a, the cream soda bottle, um, and also it's They had a open cream soda it. bottle. They, they thought a, it was a they, guy at that point. It was a guy, but then Sharon, of course, leans down and sees that, uh, there's lipstick on the bottle, which means it's a woman.
1: Right. Well, well first, well, first, mm-hmm. they say that they couldn't find any fingerprints, right. but you mean to fucking tell me if they're checking for fingerprints that they wouldn't see that there was fucking lipstick on
0: the bottle? That's a note I have as well. It's a problem, um... Yeah. yeah, they should have just said that they like they that forensic hasn't looked at or something. Like that. I don't know. It, it, there's a bunch of different things they could have done. Um, yeah, and so then uh, what happens next? I have this note, which is the, my scene description for this is Kevin's TV doesn't work. He gets nooky. I think that that's pretty accurate.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, and like we said earlier, uh, it's just like a distraction technique, right? Uh-huh
0: yes and she, she's basically like show me how much you love me or whatever um, and that eventually that pays off in a bit uh, but then we cut down to Monk's apartment and they're reading the papers again Benji's there and Benji heard about Monk and Shrona's whole thing with strength and uh, and he's a fucking narc yeah he's really not he's really not doing well right by his mom um, and uh, but he, he makes a suggestion which is that they arm wrestle and now I think that this is this 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 is a bit uh, silly. <laughs> um. Yeah, normally I would agree with
1: you, um, but I happen to have a funny little story. I'll tell it real quick. Sure. Because uh, we're running, we're running long. Yes, I've um, t-
0: made too many tangents.
1: But, yeah, but basically. Um, this Like, my sister, at some point, she's lived in New York for, like, 13, 14, 15 years, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, So, I'd go visit. And at some point, she was super heavy into CrossFit. She yeah. would go, like, every fucking day and, like, just, like, brag about it, like, in the family group chat and whatnot mm-hmm. and whatever. So, one time, this one time, i go out to visit. She's friends, like, she knows all of my friends from high school. So, we, and, like, I was with a buddy that was living out there. So, we all go out to a bar one night. And she starts talking shit. She wants to, like, you know, flex and be like, oh, I know, like, I'm, like, I'm stronger than you, like, you're weak, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right, well, let's fucking, uh, let's arm wrestle. Mm-hmm. So we did this at Barcade mm-hmm. in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if it's still there. It might be. I know uh, the one that you still sure just enough, out, but yeah. Yeah. So we proceed to do exactly that. And I fucking crush her as usual. I don't care how much fucking CrossFit you did. Sorry, this is just to my sister. It's not to all women. Like, yeah, I, not, I got it. Yeah, you
0: could hear the sibling vitriol in the voice.
1: Yeah, and so I crush her ass. So that's the only reason
0: why watching this whole thing, I was okay with it. So uh, as they're arm wrestling, Kevin and Vicky come down to announce that they're engaged and they're getting married. Um... And now there's a line that confused me a lot as an eight-year-old. And still confuses me now because it's not a thing. I thought that this was a thing that I would hear about a lot more as I became an adult. But she mentions... Vicky mentions that they have a... She has a friend who works at the hospital so she can get their blood tests. And I didn't know that this was a thing I didn't understand what that meant. Yeah, apparently... I don't know how common it is anymore. But people used to get blood tests before they got married. So to make sure they weren't related uh, in any way. Which is strange. And... I, I don't know. It feels like a very weird thing to do. Uh, like this is in Iceland. Like odds are you're not marrying your cousin. Um, uh, but they actually, by the, in Shots Iceland, they have, at Iceland well, no, no, they actually have a database where you have to that they it's so intermingling that basically like there are people who you know you aren't allowed to date because like you're in third cousins. Like oh, it's all the, there's a gigantic family tree like the government has to make sure that there's no uh, interm- <laughs> in, Breeding and stuff.
1: You, okay, you see, folks, this is why when Jake Chrissy asks you to do a podcast with him, you say yes immediately. Because you know you're going to learn a bunch of shit that you didn't know, <laughs> and you probably won't need to know. No, I don't need to know. it's nice to know. <laughs> it's nice to know. No. Uh, but yeah, anyway, nice
0: uh, so, and then Monk ends up winning. But of course, Shrona then winks at Benji. Um, and this is honestly, I would say that this is worse than Monk losing. Because then we cut to Dr. Kroger. And he's not... He's not doing well. He's not very no, happy about it. No, no. Wait, who, Monk? Yeah, Monk's not happy about it.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, obviously, his masculinity has been called into question. Mm-hmm. And so, like, obviously, Kroger starts, like, probing or like, trying to do his best as he can. Mm-hmm. And, like, I guess... I don't know if... This is a thing that I've been noticing. Like, I guess most of the time that we catch Dr. Kroger, like, they're towards the end of the session. Mm-hmm. This is the first time that you act, Or that I can remember... Yeah. That he references, like, no, we're just like yeah. we got plenty well, cause of time Well, because mentions need... that he's
0: not sleeping because he doesn't put it this way, but because uh, Vicky and uh, Kevin are bumping uglies, right? So then Doctor Who is like, is it just the sound, or is it because you're thinking about Trudy? And Doctor Who is like, have you were you intimate with Trudy? And I think that you're right that this is where this storyline doesn't stops working because Monk basically like, oh, we used to hold hands, yada yada yada. And Dr. Krug was like, come on, let's talk about that, that you know, your intimate life with Trudy. Um, and Monk's like, this is too personal. And then he's like, well, okay, you can tell me that or we can sing show tunes. And then Monk starts singing show tunes, which is funny, but I think yeah. it's a big missed opportunity uh, for the episode.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm sure, I mean, I don't know how much foresight they had into the rest of the show. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know how much further we get into it. I'm I'm almost confident that we don't talk we don't. anything else we don't. about monk sex life. No, we don't. Yeah, so
0: it's just like why even bring it up? Like especially it, because it, like it's it, it, it lit a, a fire in my head. It's such an interesting idea, and it, it doesn't need to be specific about yeah. sex. But I think that there is something interesting if you make the fact that he hasn't had sex since Trudy died. And even that he, without a doubt, was definitely insecure about his sex life and his masculinity. If you tie that into the whole thing about Sharona being stronger than him, then it actually makes it an interesting character arc for the episode instead of just like a dumb gag. But it's like, they like, it's almost, it's it's a thing you notice a lot in TV shows, especially ones that are like not prestige, that are kind of like, you know, run-of-the-mill shows where it's almost like the writer's find themselves walking up to an interesting idea and it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa this is too scary and then they retreat. And it's like, I, like I'd like, i rather just yeah. not even see it at all. I'd rather not even... I'd rather they never made me think about it because yeah, it's more You're interesting than what right. happens. Yeah. But anyway. Correct. Uh, Bunk finally finishes the paper um, after Dr. Kroger's session and he's throwing it out. He's mad. But as he throws it out, he solves the case. He calls Sharona. Then he needs to go to City Hall what happened? Uh, uh, ba- wh- like wait, what do you mean? Well, this is where the here's what happened starts. So, what did Mar- oh. what did this what why did the paperboy get murdered? Okay. This is what I did enjoy. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, I think this so scene is great. essentially Yeah. So, the paperboy was murdered because they basically our boy Kevin Dorfman, mm-hmm. he won the lottery. Mm-hmm. No, I'm and I'm uh, and I'm not talking about the fact that he found a hot babe to shack up with. No. He literally won the fucking lottery. And how does Monk
0: know that he won the lottery? Uh because Wait, how does he know that? Well, how does Monk cuz he see Monk sees the lottery numbers. How oh, he... cuz he
1: sees Yeah, cuz he goes at the newspaper, he looks at it again and he sees the fucking winning lottery numbers. And I don't know how he knew. Cuz
0: he overheard. Was it. he there for the Yes,
1: he was. Okay, he, was he overheard. Apparently, the winning lottery numbers were all the numbers of the addresses that Kevin Dorfman lived at previously. Mm-hmm. So, and what we found out, well, what we found out earlier, maybe right now, was basically that this guy would go in every day to that stop and go and ask for his shit and basically hit on Vicky yeah. every single time. And side she note, did not.
0: Yes, yeah, side note. What I, yeah. what a note I took uh, in this episode was that. The unfortunate reality is that if this episode was both real and took place today, zero percent chance Kevin is not on incel boards. He is a hundred percent like you know damn well oh, yeah. that Vicky is a Stacy and Boz is a Chad, and he is just he's not doing well mentally. Anyway, continue. Okay, I
1: thought you were going to I thought you were gonna say that like there's no way that he wouldn't have known that he won. No, that's
0: that is true. I just more wanted to you know I, honestly yeah. I'm always on the watch for characters and stuff where like they're. Uh, problems with girls and stuff like that and stuff like that is treated as cute when in reality it's like that's what incels look like i'm always on the lookout for that but anyway continue
1: yeah 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 so so yeah he finds out that he won the lottery that Mm -hmm. night or the the thursday night of the murder no no the night before yeah uh so that same night because she worked at the same store as our guy uh Boz, i guess his name no his not boss yeah boss it is boss yeah. so they knew that he won the lottery they found out because they they were watching the the Television. telecast that revealed the numbers and he had gone there so many times and played the same lottery tickets that they knew that those were his numbers so they plotted some sort of scheme where she would like be with him and like at some point i guess they were going to kill him well that they'd get, like, married she was gonna get married and then kill him, yes. Yeah, she was gonna get married to him and then they would kill him and then that would be her money. Um and so sorry, I'm drawing a blank now. Yeah, so then she comes a lot over of here. She comes over, seduces yeah, him. Yeah, she comes over. And yeah. then the rest of it we kinda they, saw. Yeah, they they shack up and she's but like the whole time she's distracting him, like she like unplugs the TV. She does all kinds of shit So that he will not find out That he won the lottery Because she mm-hmm. needs to get married to him Yeah Before Exactly um, And of course The loose end was She got too greedy She wanted all the cash mm-hmm. So she had to murder her, her partner in crime Yeah,
0: yeah Her boyfriend uh, um, yep. And, and yeah. that's it yeah. And so they're at City Hall Because that's where they're going to get married And there's a scene I like a lot Where Bunk and Sharona burst in And they say like stop this she's a murderer when like they go into the ju- uh what is it the uh justice of the peace it's it's a completely different couple um yeah and they like said oh so sorry your dress is beautiful thing i like about this you know is you see it in the corner of the screen the just the piece's face and he gives a look like oh that's fun like oh that again like as if it happens often <laughs> like he's not like mad but anyway um so yeah. it turns out that they left they just left they're gonna go on their honeymoon uh, and apparently, the secretary says that they were looking at brochures. So Monk goes over the brochures and he counts them because they look like they're recently replaced. And he finds this, like, Dexter Island or whatever uh, Dexter's laboratory thing. Uh, and that's where they clearly went because there's no Dexter nine. Cliffin. Dexter Cliffin, thank you. Uh, Dexter Cliffin, of course, being uh, the name of uh, the. I was going to try to say, like, wide receiver for Old Miss Universe in 2006. But anyway, um, that's not actually a real thing. But it's not. Dexter Cliffin does sound like an SEC player. Um. Mm-hmm. so they you know trying to drive out and uh kevin is not in a good way uh he's he's getting sloppy drunk and we don't know it at the time but he is in the middle of train tracks
1: <laughs> yes um which like but like my whole thing was like man you couldn't have just played it off like as if you were still in love with him until the fucking that's second that's what that you i left was saying car. i
0: was thinking that too i'm like she is really just like Bailing completely, it's
1: yeah. She's like, "Fuck this dude."
0: Yeah, it, it really, um, it really kind of is like, cause she's so she's like really good at it earlier, and it's like, why is she, you know, hating? Like, it's it's not like he's more annoying now. He's not. He's actually talking less. Also, a thing too is like, how did she get the car into the middle of the train tracks? because um, clearly he wasn't drunk the entire that. Drunk right, entire he time. was driving. Yeah, right. I think it would be much more interesting if, uh she was driving and then she like dragged him into the you know i don't know it doesn't really matter um but yeah she ends up running uh leaving him on the train tracks when he passes out and bunk and shona show up and uh they can't wake him up because he's you know passed out
1: yeah and the trains come in
0: mm-hmm. and so shona goes to get like the switch that like changes the tracks which, uh, good for her. I definitely wouldn't have panicked and not thought to do that. I definitely would have tried to push the car first, which would not have worked. Um, <laughs> I thought they were going to try to smash the window. I thought, like, yeah. Sharona was not
1: going to be able to do it and he was going to well, do it. Yeah, the
0: good thing is, I mean, not the good thing, but, like, the thing is, you know that it's going to end with Monk being able to do a feat of Strength that Sharona can't. Which yeah. Which is, like, yes. fair. Like, I actually don't mind that. Like, that's how a story works, you know. Um, but, yeah, so Sharona, the thing's stuck and Sharona can't do it. So Monk starts, um, uh, pushing it. And of course, Shorna gets in a catfight with uh, Vicky as this is happening. And she, you know, beats the shit out of yeah. her and takes her, that kind of takes her easily. So, yeah. of course, she is still stronger. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and they save Kevin's life and Monk strikes a pose. And then we get uh, the ending of the episode, which features a detail. Yo, okay, hold
1: on a Kevin. second, though. Uh, whoa, that whoa, whoa, fucking whoa. train wasn't going that fast.
0: Okay, but it still would have killed him.
1: I don't think it would have. I think it would have just pushed the it, car out of the no, way. No, that that's
0: not how that works. Believe me, it definitely would kill them. I think. Train, oh, he
1: was in the driver's seat. And also, okay. still,
0: no. The, the thing is, I, that trains don't. I forget exactly how. but I forget exactly, but they don't push things like that. Like they, uh, they will because of the way that um, they roll over it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like that, they'll like crush it before they. Uh, it was not because it, it will just keep pushing it down and down and down and then the car will keep like getting crushed and crushed and crushed and, crushed, and eventually it will get like almost run over. So yeah, he definitely would have died. Also it doesn't need to be having having to be going as fast as the train and unstoppable to kill someone. Um, okay uh, but then we get the ending scene, which long story short. Kevin's rich. he gives Troon and Monk a sign for their troubles I know what you're four. Say. No, 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 I want you to say it. He gets a phone call. who does he get a phone call from? It's from your boy, Bonadou, the douche. El douche. El Danny Bonaduce. El Duce. <laughs> I can't like, believe it. I fucking loved it. Like, th- there was no need for it, but it was so needed at the same oh time. Oh my God. It's just a great detail. I wish that that was something they kept doing, because I think this is the last you mention. But I wish that there was, like, a running gag where, like, every douchey character, I don't douchey, character knows Danny Bonaduce. Um Like, I just think that would be so funny. I think the... Yeah, and I think the only way that this could be
1: better is if we found out that Donna Boot, uh, Donna Bonaduce was related to Dale the Whale.
0: Oh my God! If Danny Bonaducci and Dale the Whale Biderbeck were related, they their cousins. Dale Bonaduce. Dale Bonaduce. That be, honestly, I would love to see that in a show where a character had a last name that would happen to be the same of like a D-list celebrity, and they never mention it because, like, obviously, you know, like, let me think of an example, like um, Ron Stamos. Yeah, exactly. Not Ron, but like it was like Chris Stamos. You wouldn't think anything of it, but in like season four, it's like, oh yeah, my cousin's John Stamos.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. I fucking loved it. I was i not expecting it whatsoever. No, I forgot so it I happened. Think this added, I it added like a half for me personally yeah. to the yeah.
0: episode. Uh, speaking of which, what do you give this episode out of ten?
1: Um, I gave it a seven and a half. I would have given yeah. it a seven, but it was a seven and a half. Uh, strictly for Bonaducci. I gave it in uh, eight
0: strictly for, for sentimental reasons, so I don't really need to explain. But you continue.
1: Fair, fair. Um, yeah, no. For me, it was just like it was like whatever. Like mm-hmm. it was serviceable. Yeah. But there was like nothing really about the episode that stood out for me in like a really good way, except for like mm-hmm. the Bonaducci thing and um, and the potential of getting into monkey amongst monk's psyche, yes about like you know Trudy. but we should like, a major
0: we should make t-shirts up. where we like take old money from the Mussolini era of uh, Italy and put like Photoshop Danny bonducci's face onto it and like have it El duche.
1: <laughs> we would get canceled so fucking oh fast. my God,
0: yes, it would be so funny though. anyway. Uh, yeah. Speaking of, uh, if you want to cancel us, you can find us on Twitter at strictlymonken. Don't cancel Andre <laughs> though. But you can find him where? Uh, you could find me at Andre Barrera. Yeah, I, Andre has not done anything cancelable. If anyone has done anything cancelable on the show, it's me. Um, although as I have contended many, many times, cancel culture is not real. Um, so you can follow me at the Jake Christie on Twitter. Except
1: uh, for your fucking other podca- podcast, liar.
0: That's true. But uh, what do you mean? What, the Marvel one?
1: No, man, what are you talking about? Oh, sort of History. History is strictly- oh, right, right,
0: right. No, but so, I mean, if you listen to Sword of History closely, you'd know that the only people who actually get canceled are people who do, like, actual acts of violence, and even then, they oftentimes don't. No one actually ever really gets canceled for saying something. Um, uh, yeah, fair enough. That's, you know, the whole, anyway. Uh, also, like, Jeff Ross is still not, like, no one canceled, like, TV shows with him, yada, 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 so. Anyway. She um, yeah. really just brought it down, me. Uh, but we'll bring it back up. <laughs> We'll bring it back up because uh, please share this podcast with people, rate, subscribe, um, and more important than all that, this next episode coming up. I don't remember a ton about it because it wasn't in the heavy in the rerun rotation, but it has one. Uh, I would say up to this point, I'm trying to think, probably the most famous guest star, or maybe, no, I'm probably forgetting someone. Oh no, Willie Nelson, duh. But you're forgetting your boy uh, from uh, Tim Daly. The no, Tim Daly's not my boy. I literally just know who he is. Um, <laughs> that makes him your boy in my book. That's true. Uh, but this is actually this is a guy. I'm a hundred percent sure you're a big fan of this guy. He's yeah. no, you know. Okay, I'm you know so who excited. it is. Yeah, we're yeah, talking I about know. John Turturro. I, am I wrong? You're a huge John Turturro guy. I can just freaking smell it on you through Zoom.
1: Nobody fuck with the Jesus.
0: Now, okay, I want to talk about getting canceled. That guy literally, that character literally is a child molester. So, you know, and they made a sequel about him like (laughs) last year. So no one gets canceled anyway. uh, Tune in next week as we talk about Mr. Monkey and Three Pies. I got nothing. Let's get monkey, baby. (laughs)